Welcome to Expanding Your Faith with Bishop Gregory Godsey and Father Matthew Schnabel. Expanding Your Faith looks at modern faith and spirituality questions, as well as conducts interviews with movers and shakers in different and varied faith traditions. Our broadcast is brought to you by the hardworking staff at the Office of Communications and Media Relations in the Old Catholic Churches International. Stay tuned as we work on expanding your faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next edition of Expanding Your Faith. I'm Bishop Greg. Joining me tonight is Luna, uh, who's going to sit up and speak a little clearly so that you all can hear her. And um, tonight we are going to be talking about a couple of different things, but uh, first of all, I'd be remiss if we didn't start off with um, a discussion that has dominated our world this week. Um, it's been a very long week uh, with the rising tensions in um, the Ukraine and Russia, the ultimate invasion uh, of the Ukraine by Russia, and all the human rights violations and war crimes that have been committed by Russian forces and by the Russian military against the sovereign people of the Ukraine. And so I think it's important that we talk about it because one of the things that I have noticed and that is a very sad commentary um, uh, in this intersectionality that is politics and life and religion and everything else is the number of people in American Christianity cheering on the side of the aggressors, cheering on Russia and President Vladimir Putin as though he are, is some great religious conqueror of um, the evil people of the Ukraine, which is appalling to me that an aggressor who attacks a sovereign nation unprovoked uh, would be <clears throat> treated by our own Christian brothers and sisters as though he is a saving angel. Um, I'll just say that we do recall that Lucifer appears sometimes as an angel of light. And so, <laughs> um, it is not um, always, uh, you know, pitchforks and horns. Um, and so, uh, we want to talk about that a little bit. I want to talk, too, about... Um, uh, the other appalling thing, which is the Russian Orthodox Church, who has come out in full support of President Putin's um, attack of a sovereign nation, um, which, um, in my opinion, uh, m makes them no longer Christian or Orthodox, um, which has been a contention. Much of the Orthodox world has kind of uh, said behind closed doors but refused to say publicly about the Russian Orthodox Church for years. Um, but they have fallen so far away from orthodoxy and so far away from Christianity, it is not even funny at this point. Um, 
because they have decided to back um, an attempt at uh, um, genocide of the Ukrainian people uh, and back uh, war crimes and crimes against humanity for either political expediency or greed, whichever one, take your pick, uh, as the reason for the Russian Orthodox Church doing what it has done. So let's talk for just a moment about what got us here. Um, I'm not going to go into the whole history of Russia versus the Ukraine. Um, I think most everyone can find that out for themselves with about five minutes worth of research. You can learn a great deal about the entire history, but uh, I do want to point out that in December of 1991, uh, Russia acknowledged the Ukraine's sovereign nation status as its own nation, and that um, they essentially have no claim to the Ukraine. But over the last several years, there has been a buildup of Russian separatists in two provinces in Ukraine uh, with the attempt of breaking off and returning those portions of the Ukraine to uh, Russia. And so there's been some uh, infighting there between Ukrainian forces and these Russian separatists for the last couple of years. Um, Russia decided to use that as a ploy to enter the Ukraine, um, but it kind of became very apparent that that was not their entire um, plan when they left those two provinces and marched on the capital of the Ukraine, uh, Kiev, and um, it is now... Um, they are now facing uh, down Ukrainian forces uh, battling for the capital of the Ukraine as we speak. And uh, the Ukrainian people have been fighting bravely to try to uh, remain sovereign and to repel uh, this um, um, unprovoked attack into their country, this invasion. And so far they've been able to hold much of the Russian troops at bay for the moment, um, which is kind of appalling to Russia. They felt like they just rolled in and uh, showed enough might the Ukrainian people would lie down and, and uh, play dead. And instead uh, the Ukrainian people have shown a lot more resistance and a lot more uh, fortitude than the uh, Russian troops and have managed to stop them in their tracks so I think that's kind of interesting um, never underestimate the uh, tenacity of a people who do not want to be subjugated um, Luna you want to tell us about the video you watched the other day from Snake Island the video from uh, Snake Island, which Ukraine had under under control, and <laughs> Ukrainian forces were being intercepted by a Russian battleship, 
came up to their shore basically and said that they'd either surrender their weapons and give up the island or the battleship would take them out. And you can hear the Ukrainian soldier look at, uh, talk to another one on the radio and say, should I just tell him to go fuck himself? Because uh, <laughs> they knew, they didn't want to give up the island willingly and they knew if they had defended the island they would inevitably be killed. But they didn't want to give it up, so he answers back to the Russian warship. He says, uh, we just want to tell you to go fuck yourself and then they are killed afterwards. But they're being given a, the highest honor they can get from the government for defending the island and telling the Russians to go shove it. And that's true uh, heroism there. Knowing that you're going to die, but not being willing to back down from a just cause. And the just cause of keeping uh, you and your family and your friends and your nation safe and free. And so um, we, um, we certainly support those uh, valiant men and women who have fought hard to protect the sovereignty of the Ukraine. Uh, I do want to talk for a moment because I, I keep seeing a lot of fundamentalist Christians the last few days who are aligning themselves with the Russian faction in this. Um, let, let us make no mistake, Russia is the violent bully here. Russia is um, the aggressor. They're not; their hands are not clean by any stretch of the imagination in this attack on the Ukraine. Um, they have done this unprovoked. It is not a just action. It is not a just war. Um, it is an act of aggression. It's an attempt at. Um, destroying the Russian people, uh, taking over, or the uh, Ukrainian people, I'm sorry, taking over uh, the Ukrainian nation. They've even gone as far as to uh, be willing to create um, attacks upon their own people, Russian people, and blame it on the Ukrainians just to justify their misguided and abusive stance towards the Ukraine. And fundamentalists, especially in the United States, Baptists, Pentecostals, holiness, um, are standing up and cheering for Vladimir Putin. Um, we've had a few of those who have Bible verses in their profiles come into our lives the last few days saying they hope all of Ukraine dies. Um, last time I checked, Jesus did not advocate for genocide. Um, if you call yourself a Christian, you are literally a follower of the Christ. That is what Christian means, a follower of the Christ. And Jesus uh, made it very clear to Peter when Peter pulled his sword out and struck the... Um, uh, centurion's um, servant um, or struck uh, the high priest's servant that um, those who live by the sword die by the sword 
So, Jesus didn't advocate for violent uh, actions against anyone. So, this idea that um, Christians in this country are aligning themselves with the aggressor, with someone attempting genocide, is foreboding. And it makes you no longer a Christian. Um, you cannot call yourself a Christian and say that it's okay for uh, genocide to occur, to cheer on genocide. Uh, Ren says, none of our deities advocate for genocide either. Uh, Ren is pagan, by the way. Uh, even our war gods call for honor and war, yes. No deity calls for genocide. And so this is this is very appalling that people who call themselves Christians would um, push for a tyrannical dictator who wants to kill people indiscriminately, who fires on schools and hospitals and residential neighborhoods. And, you know, this is not, this is not something that Christians should be cheering on. And so if you're a Christian and you are cheering for Vladimir Putin, you're cheering on this aggression toward the Ukraine, uh, you've lost your way. You're not a Christian anymore. Um, I know that some of our that one of our former presidents uh, is also cheering on Russian aggression uh, because he is good friends with um, uh, Vladimir Putin, but um, that doesn't make it right. It does not make it right. Your thoughts, Luna? <laughs> uh, I can't even get started with all of it because it's just I don't know <coughs> the fact that we, we've been sitting here for the last several days and seeing an entire country be bombed and there are people making jokes about it on the internet I don't know if I should be surprised or just kind of like this is just how it is now Well, it is a sad commentary. It is not the way it should be. Um, <coughs> and especially amongst Christians who should be calling for an end of violence and war, not uh, the continuation of it and not the um, and not assigning blame for the fact that he believes he can do a better job than anyone else and Causing or, in his mind, preventing World War Three. Uh, <laughs> um, those that know me know I don't have a high opinion of the previous occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, but the reality is, this is this is not a time for infighting about politics, but a time for trying to find real-world solutions that stops the violence, that stops the attacks against a sovereign nation.
You know, I think it's I think it's really depressing because you know we used to look at um, we used to look at Russia and the way it runs its government in a very negative light because uh, you can look in their history and they have a they have a history of just really sketchy ways of getting their way when the people didn't give it to them. Very not some very unethical things happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And that used to be one of our biggest reasons we disliked Russia was because they took what they wanted from their people and from everyone else. And this is this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, but suddenly this last couple of days have showed that a huge community of America is now suddenly going, we like this guy, we like the way the Russian government treats the people. And I can't see any other reason other than he promotes the same sort of prejudice and discrimination and hatred that they share. And they see <clears throat> him as essentially a good thing. He's strong when it comes to stopping gay people from having rights and women he, from having rights. And he assassinates trans activists and journalists. He makes gay people disappear when they're openly gay. He stomps out any oppression that tries to promote love and acceptance. They basically do everything that they wanted Trump to do. And I think it shows that a huge portion of our country has become very extreme. Almost, almost terrorist level extreme because they are now wanting, they're now backing up people who want to basically genocide these types of people and completely strip them of their rights. And that's dangerous, I think. Green. And now the great worry is that will Putin stop if he succeeds in the Ukraine with Ukraine? Or will the rest of Europe become involved in war? Um, there are talks about uh, the fact that Poland might be a target um, and that other countries in Europe may become targets of Putin should he be successful. Um, let us not forget the Ukraine, Poland, most of Europe um, have great ties to Christianity. Um, a great number of people of faith, of all faiths, um, and they are being adversely affected by all of this. Um, and if Russia succeeds in the Ukraine, things like the Ukrainian Orthodox Church and people who are not Russian Orthodox will likely face an end of their ability to practice their faith. Which um, kind of has become the new motto of American Christianity. I don't believe in freedom of religion. I only believe in the freedom of my own religion. Um, 
and unfortunately that is not how it should work everyone should be free to worship uh, or not worship any way they want and um, if Russia ends up taking over Ukraine then you can pretty much kiss that goodbye uh, the diverse uh, faith population of the Ukraine that has existed will be gone will be wiped out so I find that very appalling I find that very very appalling um, I have seen some uh, that they are continuing to um, bomb Kiev uh, as the night rolls on this is day three of the bombing of the capital city of the Ukraine um, people are dying at a remarkable rate um, I also seen that um, we are uh, there are at least uh, 240 civilian casualties in Ukraine uh, just as of 30 minutes ago and a residential building was just hit I know they have fought this is the second time they fired into a residential neighborhood with bombs or missiles and um, that is absolutely appalling they are targeting civilians in this conflict um, I also see that um, Europe and the United States has decided to expel Russia from the SWIFT banking um, which means that Russia will be cut off from much of the banking system around the world allows for quick easy electronic transfer of money for verification of funds and things of that nature um, which is going to be absolutely devastating to the Russian people but unfortunately one of the things that must be done in order to try to stop President Putin's you know attempt to be the next Hitler um, so yeah Luna your thoughts? I don't know what to add to that, really. <laughs> the, the big, the big, he's trying to be Hitler, too. Um, well, we see how well that went. Yeah. That's, that's my first thing. Um, you know, and I talked about this, uh, I've talked about this with people who have talked about it and um, I think it will eventually get to the point where the people around Putin who have who ultimately are the ones who are holding their fingers over the buttons he's telling them to push are going to eventually turn their back on him um, because there's always someone else with more power than the people who think they have all the power and I don't think that a lot of people I this is speculation but I don't think they're going to ultimately think that 
there's much of a benefit creating as much of a storm as they have. Uh, this could just be them trying to play a game of showing that they have big pants and they can do this sort of thing if they wanted to and using Ukraine as an example because Russia's done that before with other countries. But uh, this time really screwed them over because they've now been cut from everything. So it's sort of like uh, you did this but at what cost? And if they continue to keep going they're just going to keep losing and losing and losing. And so I don't really see an end to what they're doing. And I don't think they even have an end to what they're doing. They're just doing it because they, they can. So they're going to do it. This is what happens when you give in to megalomaniacs. Uh, you end up with this kind of craziness going on. And uh, this would have been like us going in and taking over Mexico, invading Mexico. Uh, this that's kind of what's going on here in the Ukraine is uh, Russia taking over the Ukraine is kind of like us going in and taking over Mexico um, which under the previous administration uh, I think probably uh, could have happened and very few conservatives would have batted an eye and most fundamentalist Christians would have cheered it on and that's kind of what we're seeing with the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. Um, thousands of people were arrested in the last couple of days protesting the war in uh, the Ukraine, demanding that their own government, Russia, withdraw from the Ukraine. And instead of listening to the people, Vladimir Putin uh, ordered them arrested. And so thousands of people were arrested in protest uh, for protesting their government's actions. It's very sad. I, I want to say, and I, um, I know this. Um, I know this is a little bit different, but in a way, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm watching. Um, the oil tanks uh, burn um, just outside of Kiev um, uh, on my iPad screen here beside me as I watch uh, live coverage of what's going on in uh, the Ukraine. Um, I see so many people uh, talk about how oppressed they are in our country for being forced to wear masks or being forced to get vaccinated or you know, whatever. They're so oppressed. We've become just like Russia. No, honey. We have not become just like Russia. In Russia, if you did not wear a mask when you were told to, you would disappear. Your family may never see you again. That's how that works. You refuse to get a vaccine. You do go to a camp. They used to call them gulags, where you work until you die. We are not oppressed in the United States. This is nothing like Russia here in the United States. 
Um, so if that's how you are seeing this as an opportunity to equate what's going on right now with your own uh, quote-unquote oppression, don't. Don't make a fool of yourself, please. Because that's exactly what you'll be doing, is making a fool of yourself. Okay? Thank you, please. Um... but then they'll come back and say that they like Russia. Yes, they cheer on Russia. So I'm confused. So is Russia a good thing or a bad thing? Yesn't. Yesn't? Yesn't. Well, that's not helpful. Uh, Randy says, people think we are headed for World War Three. Well, I, uh, I have a lot of people who've come in and said that, Randy. Uh, I can't speak to whether or not we're headed for World War III. I will say that we survived the last two world wars, so if we do, I, I hope and I pray that we will survive that one too. Uh, I've also had a lot of people come in and talk about how it's the end of the world as we know it. And my response to them lately is, get a different stick. R.E.M. has already done that song. Um, this is not the end of the world. This is not Armageddon. This is not Jesus coming back on the fluffy unicorn, carrying his uh, AR-15, um, dressed like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator. This is this is not uh, um, Yeah, so this is not um, the end of the world. This is not uh, Armageddon. This is not the coming back of Jesus. Okay. Uh, hey, David. This is not that. Yes, don't be a Linda. Um, we are living through something that a lot of you young people have not lived through before. Many of us in the older generation remember this. We remember the Cold War. We remember the Iraq Wars. We remember Nicaragua. We remember uh, Iran-Contra. We remember, I mean, so much we've been through. 9-11 and Somalia and Bosnia-Herzegovina and uh, some of you are old enough to remember the Afghan War, um, the Russian-Afghan War, which, um, uh, Grenada, yeah, Grenada. Um, which um, uh, the Russians tried to take over Afghanistan and ended up getting themselves sent back to Russia with their tail between their legs. Um, so there is a lot of, uh, and yeah, the Iran-Iraq war, yes. The Seven-Day War in Israel. Um, you know, there's there's been a ton of these that we have seen in our lifetime. So I'm saying to you, younger generation, this is not the end of the world. We survived all of those things. You can survive this. Trust me. Um, unfortunately, yes, there will be loss of life. Uh, war is hell. And lives will be lost. But ultimately, in the end, it will be okay. We will make it. And 
my hope and I, my prayer is that people like Putin will be held accountable. They will be made to pay for their crimes against humanity, their war crimes, just like um, the guy um, from uh, Bosnia, whose name is escaping me at the moment, um, who was ultimately held accountable for his crimes against humanity. Um, Milosevic, yes, Milosevic. Uh, who was held accountable for his crimes against humanity. Uh, my hope and my prayer is that someday Putin will face that same uh, fate. Um, and David, you're right. It's not the end of the world, and it's not to be taken lightly either. That's very true. So, what am I saying to you today? What I'm saying to you today is pray. If you're a person of faith, pray for all those people who are fighting for the freedom of their nation, fighting against a megalomaniac and his troops, fighting to remain safe. Pray for an end to the conflict. Pray for wiser, cooler heads to prevail, for the sovereignty of the Ukraine to be acknowledged um, in a way that stops this. And also... Uh, as Blake says, speak up for those who don't have a voice. Stand with the people of the Ukraine. If you're a Christian who has been cheering on Putin, stop and take a moment to realize you're on the wrong side of faith and history. Do some soul searching. And then stand up for the oppressed. You can also donate to organizations like the United Red, or the um, uh, International Red Cross, who will be helping provide aid to refugees leaving Ukraine. Um, Donate to other relief organizations working around the world, UNICEF and other relief organizations helping out around the world. Um, but most particularly there in the Ukraine. This will not be an easy time period. This will take some time. But ultimately in the end love will win ultimately in the end peace will prevail but until then we can all do our part to help out okay as David says support in any way you can be it prayer donations or advocacy that's a good way of summing it up David thank you well folks we're gonna wrap up this podcast a little early uh, a little bit shorter than I had intended. I kind of breezed through the majority of my material early on. But we will be here again next week with another exciting episode of Expanding Your Faith. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash expanding dash your dash faith. I oh, know, I think it's Expanding Your Faith, all one word, on facebook.com. 
and anchor.fm at expanding-your-faith. And um, until next week, we hope that you all will continue shining bright. And join us again next week when we can once again help to expand your faith. God bless.